You know, God surely handpicked Mary and Joseph to be Christ's earthly parents. And I believe that they had to be true hearts with great compassion and faith. And even with them, even with them, as special as they were, God made sure that they were engaged in the trials of the day. In fact, they had to fight for the survival of their new family. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Nebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby would like your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org. Now, get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. we got to do that again. Merry Christmas, everybody. Oh, that's much better. <laughs> hey, a couple of nights ago, I was watching the show Nightline on television. And they had a correspondent from Israel try to recreate the journey of Mary and Joseph from Nazareth to Bethlehem. Did anyone else see this? Well, what was fascinating is that even though it's only 65 miles from Nazareth to Bethlehem, it took them 15 hours to get there by car. And the reason was, if you tried to take the route that Mary and Joseph took, you had to cross over the Jordan River several times, and therefore you had to deal with customs, and then there was like a whole lot of military checkpoints along the way. And I guess the point of the story was that it's still a difficult journey today, just like it was 2,000 years ago. Anyway, while I was watching this and seeing the rugged terrain that was there even today, I couldn't help but to marvel at the mystery of God's plan. Because as miraculous as the virgin birth is, and angels appearing and wise men following a star, there was also a serious dose of hardship present in Mary and Joseph's life. I mean, there was some tension, certainly, about from their family and their friends about Mary's pregnancy. And then there was this mandatory trip they had to make from Nazareth to Bethlehem. And it was a four-day trip at best. And they had one donkey, and then Mary, just a young girl, expecting her first child, at any time, and it had to be all at once, very uncomfortable and very scary and, and, and nerve-wracking. You know, but we love how the story turns out. A humble delivery in a manger, the host of angels rejoicing, glory to God in the highest. But you know, one of the great things about the Word of God is that you can read the same story over and over, and God can reveal new things to you again and again. Isn't that right? Well, as I was reading this, I could just see the situation a little clearer of what it was really like. And, you know, God surely handpicked Mary and Joseph to be Christ's earthly parents. And I believe that they had to be true hearts with great compassion and faith. And even with them, even with them, as special as they were, God made sure that they were engaged in the trials of the day. In fact, they had to fight for the survival of their new family. So when we go through difficult times, we just have to remember that God is still with us. He intends for us to have difficult times. If ever there was a couple who could have been exempt from trouble, it would have been Mary and Joseph. But they had to walk through the fire. 
just like you and me. And it just confirms that God sees our hardships as necessary for us to grow into the kind of people that he wants to fellowship with. So today is Christmas Eve. I hope you really enjoy today. And I hope you celebrate the real meaning of Christmas. And when you reflect on this past year, rejoice in your victories. Rejoice in your successes. And thank God for seeing you through your disappointments and your failures and your defeats. And just ask Him to teach you and make you stronger for them. And then as our journey continues on into this next year, let's make it our prayer to find our purpose and fulfill our destiny in Jesus Christ. We do that with me this morning? This has been a good year, hasn't it? We've all heard the phrase, talk is cheap. However, the truth is, it's not. Stay with us to learn about the power behind our words and how important they are to God. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. What's less than two inches big, fully rechargeable, and comes in three sporty colors? It's Nebo Tools Micro Pocket Light. Impossibly bright and unbelievably small, the Micro features six unique light modes, including the 400 lumen turbo mode and three LED color lighting options, red, green, and white light, to accommodate any situation. The Micro is small enough to conceal in your hand or fit on your key ring. This powerful pocket light even comes with a stainless steel necklace chain to keep this light with you wherever you go. Choose red, black, or silver to match your personal style. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the tiny yet powerful micro pocket light at batteries plus bulbs outlets in hardware stores everywhere and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. And now back to On the Bright Side as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. You know, we've all heard this phrase, talk is cheap. But you know, the truth is, it's not. In fact, that phrase actually came to be by referring to someone who says they're going to do something and then doesn't. But the reason why talk isn't cheap is because words, your words, they're important. And the word has a lot to say about it. You know, we live in a time when there's not much silence. And it seems like somebody's always talking. The TV is on and we're on the telephone. The radio is on and we're scrolling through hundreds of words a minute on the computer. You know, so it stands to reason that taking in all these words can make us callous to what we're hearing. And so we have a tendency to also get callous with the words of our own. So consequently, we've noticed this definite trend where people will speak their mind and unload on others. So much so that our society in general, generally, they think this is an admirable character trait. But if we listen to what the Word says, we start to understand that words are too important and far too dangerous to use carelessly. One of the most valuable lessons that we can learn in life is that when we open our mouth, less words are better than more. There's an old story about an ambitious student who approached a very successful old businessman 
with this question. Tell me, sir, he asked, what is the secret to your success? Two words, the old gentleman said. Right decisions. But how do you make right decisions, the student asked. One word, experience. And how do you get experience? Two words, wrong decisions. <laughs> you see, the old businessman had this gift of saying a lot in a few words. And anyone who speaks in public very often will run across this famous quote from Thomas Jefferson, who said, The most valuable talent is never using two words when one will do. You know, and if we think about it, there's different times in our life when just a word or two are very meaningful. For instance, if you ever had a run-in with the law, the words not guilty were probably meaningful to you. You know, most of us remember a day when the words I do caused a significant change in our life. I heard the other day that someone said the two most beautiful words in the English language, check and closed. The point is, words are more important than we think. And words have tremendous power to do good or great harm. And the words that we speak are something that God allows us to have complete control of. The book of Proverbs addresses the issue. It says, A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. It also says this, Pleasant words are a honeycomb sweet to the soul and healing to the bone. You can find lots of them in Proverbs. It also says, The tongue that brings healing is a tree of life, but a deceitful tongue crushes the spirit. You see, our words are important. The Lord said that out of the overflow or the abundance of our heart, the mouth speaks. And what happens is when we let an emotion of any kind overcome us, it comes out in words. And if we're filled with joy, then our words reflect it. But when we let anger and bitterness and disappointment when we let those things get the best of us, then our words will reveal that also. The problem is usually those words are poisonous and sometimes destructive. Well, we know that being human, we're going to have those times when we struggle with those kind of emotions that produce negative words. But when that happens, when that happens, we need to realize that this is when we're being tested. Because even though we're struggling... With these emotions, God intends for us to value our words enough to put down the uprising in our spirit, to lash out at others due to our pain. Well, you might say, Bob, sometimes I just can't keep it all inside. It's got to come out. Well, I'm not a psychiatrist, but I, I agree with you. You do need to get it out. But you just need to take it to the Lord. Because he's the best one to help you with it anyway. Our words, what we say, it's so important. 
You know, in the same passage that Christ mentioned that we speak out of the abundance of our heart, he also said this. He said, I tell you that men will give account on the day of judgment for every careless word they have spoken. For by your words, you will be acquitted. And by your words, you'll be condemned. Wow. I mean, he really is listening to everything you say. Our words can affirm our loved ones, or it can distance us from them. Our words can encourage and uplift a child, or it can crush and defeat them. Our words can bring peace to a conflict, or it can take the conflict to another level. There's power in our words. And in particular, there's incredible power in one word. I love to hear Stephen Evans tell stories when he returns from an underprivileged country where he's addressed thousands of people who've never heard the gospel. And he says he simply sometimes will just mention the name of Jesus. And everything changes. Souls are saved. Bodies healed. Revival begins in a nation. All because he said the word Jesus. And you might say, well, you know, it's just a word. But I say, no, it's not. Because we know that there's power behind the word. And that's what I'm saying to you today. That illustrates that there's some power behind every word you say. There's a scripture that says, a word aptly spoken is like apples of gold in settings of silver. So you see, we need to watch what we say. Are there things in your life that you would like to change? Stay with Bobby to hear how you can find your purpose in Christ when you are humble and willing to change. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Sometimes you discover something that's so ultra cool and handy that it just screams, you need this. Meet the Nebo Tools Slim. This is a thin, ergonomic, rechargeable pocket light that puts out 500 lumens of intense bright light. This isn't like any flashlight you've ever seen, and it's shaped like your cell phone. A task light and flashlight, the Slim fits, hangs, or sits just about anywhere. Fully dimmable with power memory recall. The ultra cool Slim pocket light features a pocket clip, collapsible hanging hook, and powerful magnet base for convenient hands-free lighting. This light will prove so handy that you don't want to go anywhere without it. The Slim, just one of the many reasons why Nebo is the leader in lighting innovation. Find Nebo Tools' intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the ultra-cool and handy Slim, at batteries plus bulbs outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at nebotools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code ChristianRadio and receive a 10% discount on your order. At work, home, or play, for the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. Well, good, good morning. How are you? Man, what a, that was a, what a storm the other night. I'm just curious, how many of you encountered just some sort of damage or something throughout that, that storm? Wow, that's incredible. That's what I thought. Well... Praise the Lord. We made it, we made it through that. That was, a, that, was, that was quite an experience. 
I thought maybe you'd enjoy this little bit of um, storm humor. Here you go. One evening during a violent thunderstorm, a mother was tucking her four-year-old son into bed. She was about to turn off the light when he asked with a tremor in his voice, Mommy, will you sleep with me tonight? The mother smiled and gave him a reassuring hug. I can't, dear. I have to sleep in Daddy's room. A long silence was broken at last by his shaky little voice. The big sissy. Okay, well, how many of you are enjoying our church-wide home group Bible study, 40 Days of Community? All right? Well, well, you know, I'm really enjoying it, but I have to tell you that the deeper that we go into this study, the more things that are revealed to me that I need to work on. You see, when it comes to building relationships, which is a lot of what this study is about, some of us thrive in the interaction with others, but some of us don't. I mean, for some people, relating to others comes very natural. But for some of us, it doesn't. But what this study shows us is that even if it doesn't come easy, and even if it's uncomfortable for us, it's important. It's important for us to reach out to others and become a part of our community. The Lord said, your love for each other will prove to the world that you're my disciples. So even if it doesn't come easy... It means that we have to be willing to change some things in our lives. Well, when someone mentions the word change, first thing we tend to think is that, well, someone else needs to change. Surely not me. But in this instance, what I'm talking about is looking inward for change and coming to grips with the fact that it's not God's plan for you just to be saved. His plan for you includes the demonstrating to others the same kind of love that he's always shown to you. And there's just no getting around. This kind of change is not natural for some of us. And it requires an act of our will to do it. So I just want to mention a couple of things I believe will help us get there. The first thing is, (laughs) I believe that before we can change for the better in the arena of reaching out to others, is we have to get our lives under control. I remember one time we were in Colorado on a winter holiday and one of our favorite things to do was to go snowmobiling. Has anybody ever done that? And there was this huge lake that was completely frozen over and it was so much fun to get out there and just really open up and see how fast you could go. Well, Dana ended up on one side of the lake coming toward me and I saw her way off in the distance. And so I started in her direction and as we got closer... Both of us were at top speed. And I saw that we were headed right for each other. And at those speeds, it was impossible to make a quick turn. And so as ridiculous as it seems that we were the only two people on this huge lake, we were going so fast, we couldn't turn the snowmobiles enough to prevent us from running head on to each other. And the the machines collided. We both went flying in different directions. And miraculously, neither one of us were hurt, bruised, but not hurt. I can't say the same about the snowmobiles. Turned out to be the most expensive trip to Colorado. (laughs) 
And to this day, Dana insists that I was trying to kill her. (laughs) I tell her, what sense would that make? But many of us live our lives going full out just like that. And we can't get our lives under control because we're just going too fast to turn it. And you can trust me when I say that I'm preaching to the choir here. Well, actually, I guess I am preaching to the choir. (laughs) But the best way to get our lives under control is to give it up. We have to surrender our agenda to Christ. I heard someone say one time, we have to stop being the star in our own movie. And then after we make that decision and we start to get our lives under control... We have to seek something else that doesn't always come natural, and that's humility. You see, humility is a characteristic of Christ that's often overlooked, but it's just as defining a quality as his power is. And the paradox is that he's all-powerful, and yet he was the one who was willing to wash the disciples' feet. You see, it's only when we can humble ourselves to serve others that we will ever experience the love of Christ that he intended us to have. You know, change isn't easy for most of us. But I believe as we seek God's will for us, he reveals to us those things that need changing. And he'll give us the grace and the courage to change those things. I love this old saying. It goes like this. It says, not everything that's faced can be changed. But nothing can be changed until it's faced. And I believe that when we are willing to change and when humility becomes a part of our nature, that's when God's will for us intersects with our talent and our abilities. And that's when we can find our purpose in Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197. Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. 
That's EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484.